After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members of FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from Bayer. The following is a presentation of DSP Media. Hello and welcome into Colby Sapp's Mystery Shotgun. I am your host, Colby Sapp, and ladies and gentlemen, let me just go ahead and start this off. Um, I, I was wrong. I was wrong about too many Spider-Mans. In case you haven't heard, it should be announced by Sony and Disney coming up here pretty quickly, but uh, yeah, so the thing that I said about Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire not actually... Uh, being on Spider-Man 3, because that would be just too many Spider-Mans, and then you had Benedict Cumberbatch, and you're still adding in Jamie Foxx's uh, Electro, and I just thought it would just be too many. Well, come to find out, no, actually they have signed, and this is confirmed by, uh, well, by Mikey Sutton. Uh, Mikey Sutton of Geekosity is, um, well, he is very good at what he does, because he's one of those insiders that puts his name actually on the inside information so mikey sutton is telling us that yes yes indeed they have signed now whether this leads to a spider-verse live action movie um really don't know but i will tell you this according to mikey this is going to be the uh the plot line will be where dr strange shows up and he says hey multiverse things are happening it's about to start raining down um Buddy, hold on to your pants there, Mr. Tom Holland, Spider-Man. And Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, and Tobey Maguire, basically, uh, both are Spider-Mans, uh, help uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, be able to clear his name and prove to everybody that, nope, that last little tidbit was wrong, that was given by J. Jonah Jameson at the end of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, and... Yeah, so it basically proves that uh, he's not Spider-Man, leaving his ad- identity in uh, in good hands. I don't know if either one of Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is going to be called uh, Ben, or Ben O'Reilly, I think one of his clones was in the comic books. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely happening. And we've got more Spider-Man news to get to, because apparently, um, well, this is also from Tobey, uh, not Tobey Maguire, good God almighty, this is... This is also from Mikey Sutton, which, by the way, if you didn't know his handiwork, he was the first one to tell us that Spider-Man and Black Panther were going to be in Civil War, and he told us that pretty pretty early before anybody else knew that. He was the one guy that was shouting, no, this is going to happen, so he does have some inroads into the Disney-slash-Sony Marvel Universe to let us all know all these things. Uh, Netflix, by the way, Netflix's deal with... Uh, with uh, the uh, Defenders series and transferring them over to Marvel. Well, that is finally finished. 
the contracts start to where Disney now owns. The, this was a week and a half ago. Uh, Disney now is letting everybody know, yeah, no, the contract's up. We've now got them. We've got full control. Which Mikey Sutton, uh, I'm going to keep quoting him because he keeps giving out the uh, the good uh, tidbits of information. As uh, he has heard that a later Spider-Man movie, not this one, of course, because that would definitely be too many. Uh, everything's going on in one single movie. But uh, he said that Daredevil will make his way into the Tom Holland Spider-Verse, not the Spider-Verse, just his his Spider-Man's area. Uh, defending him, and also going up against a mutual foe. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to hold on to your butts, because reading through Instagram, I'm starting to see that there could be an actual Kingpin sighting, because Vincent D'Ofrino is now speaking up randomly as the contract is now transferred to Disney, that he would sure like to reprise his role as Kingpin, and good God Almighty wouldn't everybody else. Uh, super exciting, great news, uh, to see, I hope it's Charlie Cox, but really and truly get anybody in as Matt Murdock help, see if Ben Affleck's still done playing Batman, and if he's not, and if the Justice League Zack Snyder doesn't kick off a new Snyderverse of the DCEU, he might be ready to step back in, who knows, and... As I said that, most people are now holding on to their hats, and their hats are now their butts, and they really don't know which way to look or turn, because you're like, Colby, you're, you're a dumbass. Daredevil was bad, and Ben Affleck was the problem. Ben Affleck wasn't the problem with Daredevil. Um, maybe not casting the right person for Elektra was, was a problem. I had no problem with uh, uh, Colin Farrell's uh, bullseye. I did have some problem with Michael Clark Duncan's Kingpin uh, in that movie. And I think those two miscastings, along with, you know, a pretty choppy plot, was the reason why Daredevil wasn't uh, the film that they thought it would be. I don't think Ben Affleck's kind of rolly eyes uh, portrayal of, uh, of Matthew Murdock or Daredevil was was that that wasn't wrong. Maybe his costume was a little too 90s-esque, but other than that, I didn't see a whole lot wrong with what he did. And back to Michael Clark Duncan. Rest in peace. Loved him in nearly every film that he was in, except for when he played the uber bad guy. And the main reason was because I never saw him as a bad guy character. I guess too much Green Mile may be... Uh, set into my soul, but I couldn't see him as a vicious villain. Um, that was part of it. Uh, his eyes just always rimmed kindness, no matter what evil look he tried to give off. I just He had very kind eyes, unlike Vincent D'Ofrino. And let's also be honest, Kingpin is a character that, when I think of him, I think of the man. I think of the pasty white guy that is just the utter, you just don't like the guy whatsoever. He's, he's just the embodiment of all evil and all money and all power and all corruption. And when I think of that guy, I think of a big, fat, tasty white guy. I just, I just do. I just do. One with a really mean face and just that guy. 
that guy is the guy that's keeping all the poor people down, and that guy is the guy that's corrupting the cops. And I just couldn't picture Michael Clark Duncan being that. So that was probably one of the reasons why I dislike the Daredevil movie. I love uh, Michael Clark Duncan as an actor. I loved all of his work except for that one, and I think that had a lot to do with the reason why I didn't feel, no matter the Rose thing and everything else that they got right with the movie, it just didn't feel like he was the ultimate bad guy, and I I needed that. You need that for your kingpin. And having Vincent D'Ofrino, or however the F you say his name, actually reprising the role uh, would be amazing. Sneaking Charlie Cox back in there. Hell, bring back the guy that played Punisher. Bring back the guy that played Luke Cage. Ask Rosario Dawson if she wants to be the night nurse. Tell that douchebag that played Iron Fist that his, well, uh, services will no longer be welcome. Um, do that. Do that. And bring everybody else back that was in connection. They had the right Electra. They, I mean... Bring Purple Man back from the dead. Let's just bring Jessica Jones. Of course, bring her back. Let's just have all the Defenders show up as they were created. I doubt that they'll use any of the Netflix stuff for the actual backstory. Uh, you, it would almost be like that. none of that really happened. It's that thing in New York or that thing in New York uh, times uh, .20 or .1 or whatever. Whatever it was after the thing in New York, it's the new thing in New York that nobody talks about because, you know, it just it didn't really happen. Have them all come on. By the way, I, there, there's some things you can't tell because the guy that was um, playing the main villain for uh, Luke Cage, good God almighty, why can't I remember his name? Um, da, 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 give me a second while I look this up because I'm just, I, I'm doing this live as we go, so... Luke Cage. Cottonmouth. Okay. Good God Almighty, why couldn't I think of Cottonmouth? I couldn't think of his damn name, but I will tell you this. Uh, Marshallah Ali is can't come back and be Cottonmouth, so you got to kind of get rid of that anyway. I did like Theo Rossi as Shades, because Ali is going to be your new Blade. So your Blade is coming there, and he's probably going to be a, some version of... Uh, the dark side of everything, the maybe the dark side of the Defenders, I have no idea. Usually you have Blade, and then you mix him in with Morbius, which Sony's trying to bring about whenever we're going to see that frickin' film. I have no idea. I just said frickin' in my... Let me re go back. Whoever we're going to see in that fucking film, or when we're going to see it, that would be great news to have. So, but having... Uh, God, I'm all over the place. Hold on, let me reconnoiter. Let's see here. Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield have officially signed. That's one. Uh, Disney has confirmed that they are going to move forward with the Daredevil slash Punisher slash all the, the people that they've got from the Netflix. They're going to move forward with them because we've already heard they're bringing Daredevil into Spider-Man and you've got to do something with Punisher because good God almighty, why not? And we're, we're also hearing that there's been other things done with, with that and also well, everything I've said. 
Getting to some more news because we got this covered, which, by the way, we got this covered. Uh, if you ever see them on Facebook and they're breaking anything that, that may be super interesting to you, um, it's probably not going to happen. It's, it's almost like the general manager of a sports team saying, no, we have full belief, belief in our head coach when they're on a losing streak. You can almost guarantee that vote of confidence is wrong and he'll be fired. Anything announced with uh, by We Got This Covered that's not backed up by credible sources um, usually is not good either. It's just clickbait. But there was one intriguing thing because it adds to kind of the mythos that's going on with the Constantine uh, movie. Because we're hearing in the background that they really want to get Keanu and Keanu really wants to come back and actually do Constantine and make like a... A, a Justice League Dark type of scenario once Constantine 2 is filmed. Uh, this, of course, is, is would be awesome. Um, this would be great. This is also news from We Got This Covered, which usually means to me, like I said, not going to happen. But I am also hearing other sources that are telling me that, that Constantine 2 is an actual thing that they would like to get going. It depends on who wins the fight. The fight with the MCU and the DCEU are fighting over Keanu Reeves. And every time that, that uh, Kevin Feige uh, comes up with a, a new idea, a new character to pitch Keanu, he says no. So he has said yes to he wants to do another Constantine film. Um, I'm all in. I am all in. I am one of those few Constantine fans, because they're out there, um, that when they saw the first movie, they were able to get past the fact that Keanu wasn't a British guy, and that was, and he didn't have blonde hair, but everything else about the character, he was snarky, he was, you know, just rude, he was, uh, uncouth, uh, and he was also down deep, had, had a good heart. That really is John Constantine, and if you have to have Keanu do it, I mean, do it. And if you if you can go get the guy that did the TV series, awesome. But I'd actually much rather see Keanu. I just I just would. I I am okay with that version of the character, probably because I'm American, and you know it doesn't have to be British to be cool. I mean, I'm I'm the guy that's like, yeah, you know, James Bond. Really like James Bond can also deal with a little Mission Impossible. I'm just, I'm that guy. That I, it doesn't have to be British to be cool. Doesn't mean it doesn't make it slightly cooler, especially when somebody is already as cool as Idris Elba and then he's speaking with a British accent. And like, that's definitely cooler. I mean, it's not like he, I mean, he's cool all the time, but he's definitely cooler now. So I can understand, but... Ladies and gentlemen, however we can get this done, get this done. It goes along with my theory that even if the movie is bad, if you like the product and want to see more of the product and maybe them fix some of the product, still go see the movie. That's the reason why my ass was at the Hellboy movie. Not the, the good one, the really, really bad one. That, again, looked like somebody edited um, this. Uh, a trained cat or an untrained cat and the CGI was bad again, like really bad 
Was, if you haven't seen it, uh, they do the spirit from the dead body talking to Hellboy, and it's um, basically looks like a word bubble from Garfield with their head. That's it. That's what they did. So as long as they can fix stuff like that, I'm willing to sit through anything. In fact, I again, I sat through the Hellboy movie, and I, I loved all the things they did with it. Uh, as far as, like, Ode to the Comics and, and everything like that, it just, the plot line and the every, it didn't make one bit of sense. So it was a horrible movie, but if you're a fan of Hellboy uh, and you haven't watched it because of all the bad reviews, go check it out because you'll get a few, hey, that's really cool that they added that in moment. I mean, yeah, still, it's a bad movie, but you know what I'm talking about. So back to Spider-Man and the possibility of the Spider-Verse. And if they do that, the, the word coming through, I know I've jumped all over the place. You should be used to this now because this is Colby Sapp's Mystery Shotgun. Um, if they do that and they do the Spider-Verse, imagine that everything's going to come to a head and they'll be shooting for an Avengers Endgame style scenario where they're going to bring it back. All the old characters... They're going to bring anybody that's ever been anybody in a Spider-Man movie, except for that old TV series that uh, nobody watched except for me as a child. That was a live-action TV series. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It's really bad. They have no bad guys in there. It's just Peter Parker and Spider-Man, and basically he just fights normal bad guys. There's not a single goblin or anybody else anywhere near that the TV series. It's just, there you are. There's J. Jonah Jameson, and then there's nobody else you really care about. So that that there's that. But the Spider Verse, they're going to have it all culminate to a really, really, really fucking long movie for an Avengers Endgame style movie. And this, by the way, Spider Man Three, whatever they name it, get prepared. This thing could be three hours long. It's definitely going to be the longest because if you're going to add Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Jamie Foxx, and then all the the other smaller roles of MJ and, and Flash and, and everybody else that's, that's, that goes into making a Spider-Man movie, if you're going to add all that in there and have time for each character, um, it's going to be a long-ass movie. I mean, like, War and Peace-style book, right? So, it, it's they're not going to be able to get this done in an hour and a half. And if they do, you should really, really worry about this thing actually happening. Because it'll be a complete and utter mess if it's not two and a half hours long. So in other news, let's get over to the DCEU where they announced that all their movies are just going to be released on HBO Max. HBO Max, another reason to have it is, well, Wonder Woman 1984. That's that's going to be airing on HBO Max, so if you're a subscriber, from what I understand, there's not going to be any like pay-per-view added to it, it's just you get the movie. Also, with the Suicide Squad is also going to be available there, and Matrix 4. Matrix 4. I don't... I, I'd love to see a Matrix 4, by the way. I just have no idea what Matrix 4 is going to be about. Because they kind of ended it where they... 
they did the whole Jesus thing and they he was the sacrifice and everything should have been good. They they ended it with, you know, staring at the sunset style of thing and and yet there's going to be a fourth one. So I have no idea what's going to be in it, but I'm interested. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. So Maxwell Lord is going to be your big bad guy set in 1984. Uh, in the comic books, he was born in 1987. So we kind of already got the timelines messed up on that. But I'm going to be willing to look forward or beyond it, not forward that, beyond it, uh, because, well... They're going to have the same guy that plays the Mandalorian play in this guy. Uh, so Mando is going to be Maxwell Lord, and I'm I'm ready to see it. An 80s-style villain with the, the pinstripe suit and everything like that. And apparently somewhere in here, whether it's Lord's technology or what have you, just basically is going to let wishes happen, uh, because that's how Chris Pine's character comes back, because Gal Gadot wants it to come back. You know, Princess Diana wants that to happen. So you're going to have Steve show up back again. And then Cheetah gets her powers from wanting it. So I'd, I'm guessing the the theme here is going to be some kind of wish machine or one of those whatever it is. Uh, Lord's creation that's going to make this happen. I did like the CGI that I saw in the trailer for Cheetah. Uh, but again, Maxwell Lord is the ultimate character. I hope at the end they don't end up CGIing Maxwell Lord into a big robot like they've done every other DC movie. They have the villain, and then they've got to CGI him into the final boss like on Final Fantasy. Don't do that. Just just have him be the villain and have, have something else happen. It's fine. But, you know, they've already done it, so whatever they've done I hope is great. Um, the Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, of course, the reboot of it, kind of not even acting like the other one happened, or is it? Uh, can't wait to see, I can't wait to see Arms Fall Off Boy, which guys, Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion as Arms Fall Off Boy, that, that's going to be amazing, so we'll be able to see these movies, and really and truly, I hope this catches up. I hope that, that Disney on Disney Plus starts just releasing movies on there. Just here you go, everybody watching at home. Maybe if they have to up up the subscription, whatever they got to do, um, just go ahead and do it. Just just kill the theaters all all together. Just I don't have to worry about going to a theater and the person in front of me ruining that experience and. Than, than me being mad at that random person and probably thumping them in the back of the head or accidentally dumping my popcorn on them or whatever, the accident, pour their soda on them as they're underneath me, Kevin Hagelin, better, or, or whatever it is, I, I would like for that to go ahead and just go away. Just theater experience, go away. Just have it to where I can have it at home. And that way, if somebody at my home is ruining my movie-watching experience, I can really just let go and just be super angry and yell at them. And they'll stop. And I won't have to worry about the police being called. Because, you know, I just don't get physically aggressive with your family. That's a thing that everybody should abide by, and I shouldn't have had to said that. So anyway, let's hope that theaters are dead. 
Uh, Spider-Man is going to be, well, crazy. Spider-Man 3. And, uh, yeah, that is it. That is this episode of the Mystery Shotgun. Oh, it is not. I failed to mention this in the last episode. And so I'm going to mention it now. Rumors are buzzing that not only is Michael Keaton going to be in the Flash movie as Batman, but he is also ready, and not signed yet, but ready to sign on as an old Batman for a future HBO Max series that is tentatively labeled Batman Beyond. So if you're super excited about future Batman stuff, everybody get your HBO Max, everybody go ahead and watch every DC stuff they have on it, and then get prepared when Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League cut comes out. Watch it as many times as you can. I don't care if you're not in the room. Just have it on play and keep watching it so their numbers will go up. And the main reason is is because I would love to see the rest of the stuff they're talking about, especially a Batman Beyond. I don't know who you can get to be Terry McGinnis. Just some young punk guy. Please not be the, the kid from uh, the, what is it, Detective Pikachu movie. That guy was a horrible, horrible actor. Uh, don't have him. Uh, but, but just have somebody there that can have the teen angst, but also be as cool as what Terry was in the cartoon. That would be amazing. Because basically, it's just a big finger to the MCU. Because let's be, let's be honest, Batman Beyond is... If somebody took Spider-Man and then mixed in Batman, and there you go. It's Spider-Batman. It's Batman Beyond. That's my theory. That's the reason why I think it did so well, is because it was basically Spider-Man being Batman. Because it was the angsty kid, but it was also Batman. So it made it better than Spider-Man. Sorry to all the Spider-Man fans out there. Um... Let's see, anything else before I go, before I... Oh, yeah, Favreau, the Mandalorian series. I did want to mention this. Thank you, John Favreau. Thank you, and I hope that you start feeling better after pulling the whole Star Wars universe out of the garbage can with this amazing series that you've put together. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. We will catch you on the flip side. And anytime news breaks, you can be sure that within like a week or so, I'll sit down in front of my computer and record it. Till next time, whiskey time! This has been a presentation of DSP Media.